Side Boys Podcast, an Iowa rugby podcast. I'm Mr. Gray. I'm Philly V. And we are live. No, we're not live. This is recorded. <laughs> we're recorded in the Wombat Den studio, presented by Rotor Epoxy. Yeah, I guess, I don't know. We've talked about Rotor Epoxy so much, and I just love everything that they're doing. And like, I feel like people are probably getting sick of me like repeating the same things all the time. Time out, time out. Here's the thing. Okay. I know... Neither of us have, like, a degree in broadcasting or journalism. No. We don't know what we're doing. No. You know, you listen to Joe Rogan. I listen to Barstool. <laughs> I listen to other stuff. Yeah. I listen to Mark Norman's comedy podcast and some Jim Norton, Chip Chipperson. And, like, yeah, ad reads sometimes can get repetitive. They do. But you have to remember, sometimes people, like today's episode, our guest is a junior from Lindenwood University, the women's team. We're gonna have people listen I, uh, to this for the yeah, first time yeah, ever, yeah. right? You're right. Yeah. And so like we gotta we gotta pump it up. We can't be like, yeah, you know the drill. Like still, <laughs> our our sponsors are still paying the same amount for, you know, we gotta give them. <laughs> yeah. We gotta give Rotor Epoxy a hundred percent because I'll tell you something, Phil. Does they give a hundred percent? Exactly. When they show up to the job, they're like, dude, we've done hundreds of these floors. Why am I even trying? <laughs> no, they're going to give 100%, and so we owe them 100%. And that's what you're going to get. When you go through Rotor Epoxy, those guys, epoxy coating, it protects your floor, and it gives it a nice, clean look. It's easy to clean up, and it just it looks good. You can design it with different colors to match a color scheme, or like we saw an Iowa Hawkeyes themed yeah. one. Uh, you can put it in a man cave, a warehouse, tool shed, uh, just Anywhere with a concrete floor. Just for them to do any type of, like, I think that's so cool that they can do that for you, though. Like, any type of theme that you want to run with. Yeah. That is so awesome that they can, like, manage to make that look as beautiful as it does. And then, obviously, still have it be durable over time. That's yeah. huge. That is huge. And so, you know, give these guys a call. They do great work. They're good people. Uh, small business. You're supporting small business. And they support us. So, we appreciate everything they do for us. And and yeah, so give them a call. Check them out on Facebook. That's Rotor Epoxy, R-O-D-E-R. You can find them on Facebook. Look them up on Google. They'll take care of you. Great dudes. Love it. Phil, I'm going to say too, do you know this is episode 26? Yeah, I do actually know that. We are it's a wild. quarter of the way through the year. Yeah, it's a lot of episodes. Did, you think, of... We, did you think we'd make it this far? I don't know. I mean... There was a little part of me that maybe had some doubts just because, you know, sometimes things kind of fall through a little bit, but I feel like we've done a pretty good job sticking with it. Yeah. And I, honestly, too, like, thank you, everybody, for listening. Not that we're like, here we are. <laughs> yeah. It's that part of the show where we pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> right. um, but, like, the number of listeners, I feel like if we were really, really low, I'm not going to give the exact number up, but if it was really, really low or below a certain threshold, I'd pull the plug and the fact that, you know, people are interacting yep. and there's been some positive feedback and it, it seems like people enjoy some of these, you know, interviews and stories. Like it, it gets me excited. No, yeah. I mean, I, the interview portion is obviously my favorite part because I don't really like to listen to myself talk, but I mean, it, and it's just getting obviously different people from different like areas of the rugby community has been really cool and just kind of hearing their backstory mm -hmm. and their experiences. I mean, it's kind of tough to beat. And I feel like too, we've, really tried hard to not just focus on like 
you know, the Des Moines area or the yeah. Wombats or, or you and I rugby stuff. Yeah. I, like we're trying to hit every pocket. And so again, like if there's somebody who, you know, like taco, he sent us a message to say, I want on the show. Cool. You're on. Dude, which is awesome though. Cause it's like, if you want to be on, like we want you to tell us so that yeah. we can get you on. Cause that'd be awesome. If you have a story to share, or if you know someone who has a story to share, like Chris Aguero, homeboy, our buddy from you and I, he was down playing for the Austin Huns. Now he's up in Ohio. Not sure where he's going to play, but he like said something to Paul Emmerich about, hey, you should be on this show. And we're working on getting Paul to come on yeah. and talk about the American Raptors and just his view of Iowa rugby. And it's one of those things like we were going to reach out to Paul eventually, but yeah. hey, we figured he's busy, you know, yeah, he's probably pretty busy. And, yeah. you know, Chris made that connection. He wants to hear about it. Cool. We'll, we'll try to make it happen. We'll do everything we can. So keep that coming. We appreciate that. And we appreciate the feedback and people listening and we'll just keep on trucking. Yeah. We'll keep on keeping on 26. Like, yeah. That's, that's wild. And, and so I also posted today too, um, today being Wednesday, this is going to release on Friday. We are going to around March, take a look at all the data and whoever has the episode, whichever guest has the episode with the most plays or listens, we will give them the award for the B-Side Boys Guest of the Year. You're going to get some type of reward. I don't know if it's going to be a trophy or a plaque. Mm. It'll be fun. And then we're yeah. also going to make a one-of-a-kind T-shirt. And we're going to invite you to our Wombats Banquet where we celebrate our fall season. We kick off our spring season, have a few drinks, have dinner. Um, so, yeah, we want to make a little friendly competition. <laughs> Javi is currently in first place with that pilot episode. I feel like a lot of people are like, what the fuck is this? And they get to listen, maybe they listen to it twice, and they're just like, well, these guys think they can just talk about rugby, and let's check it out. So we've had some really good episodes that oh, have yeah. come close, but I think that pilot excitement, just like being episode one, a lot of people checked it out, and a few people turned it off, but we've had a lot of episodes near, so it'll be interesting. Like, Taco's up there, Tyler yep. Daly, DeAndre, yeah. uh, Patrick Lawson, I think, is in second place. Yeah, he was in second, I think, when I saw the chart that he had posted. Yeah. Uh, our guest today, she said she really wants to win that award. So, <laughs> hello, people from Lindenwood. <laughs> <laughs> right. She said she's going to make all her teammates listen. Uh, and then uh, oh, one more note, too. I figured we would just say this. Um, you may have noticed, Javi was our producer. He's taking some time away from the show. Javi got his first job out of college and he has made the mature decision to focus on just getting life in order and like making sure he uses his time to, you know, take care of what he needs to take care of. He loves the podcast. He loves rugby. He still comes to Wombats practice, but um, it's a lot for being a kid who just graduated and he jumped into this podcast. So if you were wondering where he's at, um, he's just taking some time away to balance everything out and, we hope in the fall we're going to be streaming, hopefully, some some rugby matches, like live streams. Yeah. And he's our guy for that. So hopefully we'll have him back by then. Yeah. But, yeah, Javi has the number one episode, and and then he <laughs> retires from podcasting. <laughs> Just hit the top of the numbers, then dipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just did it for a free T-shirt. Yeah. No, we love you, Javi. And uh, just wanted to let people know, so it's not like yeah. guessing or like like we phased him out. No, no, he he made the mature decision, the adult decision of I don't have time. Nope. I need to focus on this job. 
I need to focus on me. Yeah, it's pretty big of him to be able to recognize that too, mm-hmm. you know, because like that's kind of a hard realization for some people, you know, like to take a step back from some things or, some you know, a couple things. Too. Yeah, exactly. He, he loves the podcast. He loved being a part of it. And uh, I mean, that's the thing too. You and I, I don't think we've ever said no to anybody. Yeah, no, it's hard, man. Like you're going to coach North Hoover. Yeah, apparently. (laughs) You you could easily say like, no, I don't have time. And you've said yes every time or maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Uh, means no, no. (laughs) Easy, Phil. Whoa, whoa. That would Uh, say no to everything. (laughs) (laughs) You've seen that movie Yes Man. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it sucks. You know what doesn't suck, though? (laughs) Our interview with Ava Denner, Jr., from Lindenwood University and a former player of mine. And former Iowa League MVP. Yeah, she's one of the most decorated Iowa Youth Rugby Association female players of all time. Uh, she's my hero. I, I hope I can be as good at rugby as her when I grow up. Uh, let's go to the interview. Yeah, let's hit that button. Now we're to the interview portion of the show. And for today, our guest is Ava Denner, Jr. at Lindenwood University. Ava, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You know, we just finished a, a wombat practice and you ran with us last, actually all summer, you've kind of yeah. been getting around yeah. with us. Uh, how's that been? What, what's your thoughts on uh, <laughs> running with the D3 men's club, going from a varsity women's program to a social D3 club? <laughs> Um, I mean, it hasn't been, like, as terrible as you make it sound, kind of. <laughs> um, it's definitely a lot better than having to go to a high school practice. Like, mm-hmm. it's nice being able to just get in the flow of things instead of having to go over basics and all that. So it's nice just to be able to play and run around with guys who are way more fit than I am. <laughs> I don't know about, I don't know about fit, but... <laughs> maybe a couple of those guys, but maybe not, not me, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. What's what's your favorite part of practice and why is it touch? <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, run a lot of touch rugby at Lindenwood, or so basically, what's what's a practice look like up there? I mean, that's a that's a varsity program. There's what like sixty girls, seventy girls on the yeah. team. Like, what is what is a when you're in school? What does a normal daily practice look like? Um, it definitely depends on the day of the week. Uh, we luckily have two head coaches, so. We're split um, two teams, usually all of the time. So we'll have like Nala Simba. So that's just like one group that plays 15s, another group that plays 15s, just Mm -hmm. so that more people can get reps. Otherwise, we'll split forwards, backs. So kind of similar to like the practice we had today where we'll Mm -hmm. unit split and then come together and do full team stuff. But it's just there's 40 more people there. Yeah. (laughs) But some days are like contact focused. So we'll do like more contact drills rather Mm -hmm. than face play. And if it's meters, we'll do like chaos instead of just regular touch. So that really depends on the day of the week. Yeah. And what would you say, you know, do you guys have like practice for part of the day? And then do you guys have like a conditioning or like cardio and weightlifting program on yeah, top Strength and conditioning, essentially. Yeah, what does that look like for you? Yeah, we have um, weightlifting twice a week, Monday, Wednesday. So usually our heavier days are not on the weightlifting days. Mm-hmm. We usually do contact Thursdays. That way we don't get beat up and then have to go yeah. lift. But usually like sprint-wise, it's just kind of at the end of practice or mm-hmm. beginning or 
in between everything, just whatever they're feeling that day. <laughs> whatever the most beneficial for what we're doing. I've always been kind of curious about that with uh, a lot of RC programs with the weight training. Cause like mm-hmm. the strength and conditioning portion, um, you guys only do two days a week for strength and conditioning essentially, or like weight training. Yeah, we have two days um, with our coach. Otherwise okay. most people do extra on top of it. So what do you guys do in the off season? Exactly. Like, are you guys in the gym a lot more? Or, yeah. You know? So we have a whole like summer program right now where we have weights three times a week and then um, speed and conditioning two times, two or three times, and then we have an off day. So, gotcha. yeah, if you can't tell, Phil loves <laughs> weightlifting. Like, let's let's. This is my, my favorite part. <laughs> well, I was just kind of curious because, like, every strength and conditioning program is always a little bit different. Like, New Zealand All Blacks do like six days a week, like mm-hmm. three hundred sixty-five days a year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm always curious on like what varsity programs or like higher level stuff do mm-hmm. and then like what international teams do so right i was well, just curious you know and it's interesting too because our experience me and phil we're around club teams more often like yeah. club men's teams mm-hmm. like for college and club women's teams and there's that balance and i thought of this like when i was coaching roosevelt when you were on that squad and it, this balance of we want to push the athletes to get better but then also we want to create an environment where we don't push some of those fringe athletes or not even athletes, but players to quit the team. Yeah. When you're a varsity program, it's like, no, we're pushing the pace. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if you want to. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah. They're not afraid of losing yeah. someone because they couldn't make They'll it. They'll find like, someone else. Trim the fat and we'll bring someone else. In, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and so looking ahead into this season, you're a junior. Yep. Your story at Lindenwood is pretty wild. Um, for people <laughs> who don't know, um, you know, you got there as a freshman and it's really cool because you're a very decorated player in the Iowa Youth Rugby Association. Yeah. We'll get more into that later. You go down to Lindenwood, and then you start finding some success, and you you kind of had this injury that you've had to battle back from. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just talk through just kind of when you got to Lindenwood and then up to now and through that recovery, just kind of your Lindenwood story so far? Yeah. Yeah, getting to Lindenwood, um, I knew it was going to be a big, big difference from high school, just intensity-wise, but that was also something I had been – wanting especially after I spent three weeks with ARPTC where it was kind of that like we did two a days and then we had a weight training or another like training in between and I really enjoyed that environment and I knew that was something I wanted to go for in college rather than going to like a non-varsity team where we just practice like three times a week Mm -hmm. so I knew I wanted that intensity so the adjustment wasn't super hard but it definitely was different it was way more intense especially in that conditioning standpoint, like going from teams where we just kind of conditioned Mm -hmm. to like getting yelled at every practice and doing sprints. (laughs) Yeah. You can say, you're not going to tell me like, we did not put conditioning like as an emphasis. It was like run the drills hard. And then if me and Jeremy are pissed off enough, maybe we'll run at the end. Yeah. But it was like, we only get you for 90 minutes. We're going to run through drills. You can run on your own. Most girls didn't, but like girls like you were like, I want more. You know, if we would have done that at a high school practice yeah. in the setting we were, we probably would have lost a few girls. And yeah. so, and I yeah. mean, even at this level, it's it's too much for people. But mm-hmm. I knew I wanted that, and that was probably just the hardest part was like getting with the intensity, especially the summer before. I probably didn't do as much as I should have, just because I just wasn't in that complete mindset. So, like you just graduated high school. And you're like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to college. There's, a, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Too. yeah I mean. So 
it definitely was a wake up call, but it was like a good, mm -hmm. it was a good adjustment. I really enjoyed my freshman year. Like a good challenge you knew yes. you wanted. Like you were craving that. You're like, this is where I need to be, even though it was hard. Yeah. And it was hard, but it, it's so rewarding at the end when you look back on the season and you're mm -hmm. like, I'm so much more fit. Like I can see it just even in my like muscle definition. Mm -hmm. And I've learned so much like that year I bounced around position wise a bunch. Like the first semester I was kind of at 15, 14 a lot and I'd never played 15. So mm -hmm. that was all new to me. And then one day, second semester, I just walked into practice and one of the head coaches comes up to me and he's like, so we're going to have you just start going at nine this practice. <laughs> and that's just how that started. I got thrown into it and I've really enjoyed it ever since. So mm. nice. Be pretty scrappy then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were just talking about this on one of our our last podcasts. I try funny. to be. It's it's hard with that level because everyone's just so good. Like, right, right. it's fun to be scrappy at the men's practices where I can like <laughs> yeah. burn a prop. And Dude, it's <laughs> always funny when you've done that or like juke somebody out of their shoes. Yeah. Oh Maybe. my god. Yep. That's All so right. fun. So. So you've been scrum half ever since, kind of that. Yep. Yeah. So that 15 season was really fun. Luckily, we got to play in the spring my first year because mm -hmm. of COVID. We didn't play all fall. So that was probably the hardest part is just practicing six days a week and not getting to. There's no light at the end of the yeah. tunnel. You're like, what are we working for? You knew it was going to hopefully end. Yeah. But there was nothing on the schedule for you. Yeah. So the spring was definitely a lot better with games to look forward to. And then we had a spring seven season, which was really fun. We got to play at Life Sevens in Georgia. Mm -hmm. nice. And then there was no USA Sevens, but there was CRCs, which mm -hmm. I didn't get to go to that year because Life Sevens was a tournament I got hurt at. So yeah. I just set that one out. But this past year I was able to go and I was it was really fun. So I'm glad. And that was one too. I remember watching that and just like it seemed like, you know, as a former coach, like watching you play and and it looked like you were making strides to be, you know, on that seven squad, mm -hmm. especially so young. It was so cool. And just, man, the the way that injury happened, it was just like a, a freak accident. Yes. Maybe not even accident. It was super you were, unlucky. You were like inside your own five. Yeah. You passed the ball out. And I think you were playing against like life's varsity. Forwards. It was, wasn't it their forwards sevens team, like a bunch of flankers? or No, they, it was their varsity, like the team they bring to that was like their CRCs. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Because the girl who hit you, you passed the ball took like three steps and this girl as you're you're looking back behind you blindsides you and all of her weight lands on like my one yeah your uh, one hip and your other hip hit the ground and then what was the exact like your what was the injury exactly your, though like i dislocated my hip, dislocated oh. hip. Yeah. yeah so basically she's an amazing player she's mm -hmm. um one of the top like sevens players right. in the whole country she graduated this year but it was just an unlucky hit. Yeah. Basically, she hit me from behind, and then I just fell forward. But mm -hmm. as just an instinct, I put my like knee up mm -hmm. instead of just like having my whole body pancake. Mm -hmm. And then once her body landed on top of mine with my leg up, that's just when it dislocated. And Ugh. it looks not good. And like she was like twice your size. Like, yeah, I mean, she, she is taller. Yeah, and she's just she's a great athlete. Mm -hmm. So she's got the speed and the power. And so unlucky there and then you have like you're making all these strides as a freshman and, and again Lindenwood is such a competitive yeah environment you know you're trying to make progress but now not only are you trying to make progress you're trying to recover from an injury how did you you know come back from it or from the injury and then also keep that motivation to like not only are you trying to recover but you also have to like fight for yeah. that spot back what was that like yeah it was this past year has been really tough honestly especially mm -hmm. in the fall um 
our head coach, Billy, got really sick. So he wasn't there in the fall with us. And that was just chaotic for the whole team. Like, it was hard for everyone, especially, like, our other head coach, Trevor, because he Mm -hmm. had to kind of step up into this position. Mm -hmm. And I was just trying to deal with my hip. And I was always so frustrated because I'm like, I'm not on the the same level as these people anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just not – not because I'm not trying, but I'm just not in that shape. Like, I have to relearn how to run. Mm -hmm. And I could even feel it. I'd go sprinting, and I'm like, this just – I feel like a first grader trying to run right now. Right. So it was just – a mix of like bad emotions from my side. And mm-hmm. I think it definitely showed in my character in the beginning. And then Billy finally came back and he definitely gave me a couple wake up calls that I needed. Like mm-hmm. I was like really upset about things and he just gave me the reality check I needed. Like, we're going to do this. It's all going to work out. Like mm-hmm. we have a plan for you. So that definitely set me back in the right spot, nice. especially this spring. That's kind of when I really got back into everything. And then I was so ready for sevens, mm-hmm. which I had known I wasn't going to play, but I I wanted to stay for the practice and the experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was so ready, and I was like, oh, it's just a little bit too late. So right. I'm really excited for this fall. I'm definitely in a much better mindset, and nice. I feel a lot better. So nice, I'm ready to I, work. I saw you in the pictures, though. I mean, you were with the team. Yeah. Like, you were there with them, and just kind of the tail end of your recovery. Mm-hmm. You just yeah. You just quite weren't for performance level yet or, yeah. like, game mm-hmm. level. Um, and that's a good sign of a good coach. You know I mean? Yeah. You're, you're what at the time of the injury, like 18, 19 years mm-hmm. old, you have more pressure than any club rugby player has yeah. felt because of just, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's varsity. That's just, it's a very, you know, competitive atmosphere. And then to like have school recovering yeah. from an injury, yeah. you don't have your head coach well, and to bounce back from that. I mean, that's. And the mental stress from recovery too. I mean, mm-hmm. like people yeah. always overlook that, but like it's, that is, it's, it's hard. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have anyone else to lean on during that time, or like, or was it just kind of your your head coach when he came back? It was just it's just kind of him because mm-hmm. like I would rant to my friends about mm-hmm. being upset, and obviously like my friends are gonna do what a friend's gonna do right. and like tell you things to make you feel better. Right, but right. I think I needed that tough love from him to like kind of knock me off my high high horse a little bit right. because mm-hmm. I think I get in this mindset where I was like oh, I did so well in high school. Like, why am I not Mm -hmm. being a top performer here? And then I have to remember, like, you know, everyone's just so good here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not that I'm doing awful. It's that, like, I'm just in such a big pool with amazing players that I just need to remember where I'm at Mm -hmm. and remember that I need to work way harder instead of just expecting something Mm -hmm. from them. Right, because all the girls that are on that squad were – getting all the accolades that you were getting yeah. in their hometown or their state or in their union. And, and you shared on Instagram, I made a joke the other day to you at that practice, like Lindenwood's track record. What was that post you shared? I mean, what's their record in the last, what, four or five years? What oh gosh. It? Like I could check. I don't even remember, but basically remember. you have like two losses. Two losses. That's <laughs> what I, yeah. In the last five years. And then the seven, seven, yeah. yeah, for sevens. And then like 15, same thing. Like you guys have won, the 15s and 7s national championship multiple yeah this is um our third triple crown in a wow. row so third, third triple, triple crown in yeah. a row <laughs> and that's varsity level i mean that's the thing like life is probably what your guys' biggest competitor yeah so our 15s we've been 52 and 0 the past 5 years oh my god and then 40 and 2 the past 5 years in 7s with a 1167 point differential point differential and okay. eight national titles. 
Yeah. So, I mean, so best of the best. That, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I know we've talked with other people before about when a high school player is looking to continue to play after, mm-hmm. after high school, you know, you have this club route where you can play at a high level. You can go to these camps, you can go to tournaments and be seen. Um, you can see the field maybe earlier. Yeah. Uh, but just that program, I mean, it just, the people that go there, I mean, yeah, you're going to fight every mm-hmm. single day and you have to be a certain type of person, like yeah. mentally tough um, to be in that environment. Mm-hmm. But man, what would you say for kids that are kind of like who have the talent and are weighing out? Like, I mean, obviously everybody's different. But yeah. like, what would you say with your experience? Because I feel like, I, I don't know if there's some players who hold back and go, I don't know if I, I would make it. Yeah. What would you say to that kid? Um, you definitely, it's a risk. It mm-hmm. is a gamble and you have to love the process. Mm-hmm. You have to love that working hard and you have to put all of your trust in your coaches. That's something I'm still mm-hmm. learning how to do. And I've definitely gotten way better at it, but you have to trust that they do want the best for you too. And mm-hmm. even if you see yourself set like position wise, like behind two or three people, mm-hmm. like you have to trust that you're still performing to the best of your ability. Cause like, yeah, they, they talk, they wanted you there for a reason. Yeah. Right. I mean, they, you were recruited there. Mm-hmm. They want you to be there. Why would they not want you to do yeah. that? Right? They want every person that comes in to be the highest of their potential because, I mean, that's what a good coach does. And then yeah. they'll have success like they've been having. And, and I guess, too, um, my next question, like going into this fall, um, you know, you said you're at Scrum Half. You're really excited. You know, you're healthy. You're feeling mm-hmm. good. You're a junior. What does this fall 15 season look like for you? Do you, do you feel like you've got a spot like or you're working towards or – uh, and then who are some of the teams and competitions you guys are going to be playing early on? Um, hopefully, hopefully, just because a lot of seniors have graduated. So mm-hmm. most of our starting backline players. And I mean, hopefully we'll just see what happens. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy my time on the JV training side, though. I mm-hmm. think we do have a lot of fun. Like mm-hmm. it's definitely as high of caliber as varsity. Mm-hmm. We run, do everything just as much. So well, would that be the team that beat you and I in the NCR yeah, so Life's JV team, the one that, like, our JV team plays. Oh, is that was one Life that... who won that? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. But that's who you yeah. guys didn't have an NCR JV team. Life did. Yeah. But your JV plays Life's JV. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So that team that beat you and I is the team that mm-hmm. we play typically. Yeah. So. And all those girls are eventually going to be their varsity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So hopefully maybe with just things moving around. We've got a big freshman class, though. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see, like, there were a lot of amazing freshmen last year, too, that were able to play up. But I just kind of learned to start loving wherever I'm at rather than stress about where I could be. So wherever I end up, I'm excited for to play regardless. Because luckily, as much as I'd love to play a varsity game, Lindenwood still makes sure that JV gets a good amount of games, too. So Nice. Phil, I feel like you were saying that on the car ride over about you've played rugby now for 10 years. Yeah. You play hooker. Yeah, you started your career as a center, mm-hmm. and then you got <laughs> I did. after one yeah. semester they moved you to hooker, and you hate playing. I like hooker. how you say. I like how you said you, or it's like they. It was you. You were my head coach. <laughs> you moved me to hooker. I know. I was gonna say that to you in the car, but I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna let you have that yeah, one. <laughs> I know. No, and I know. I was the one who moved you. And the thing was, it's a tactical advantage. Yeah. You're as fast as a center, and then we put you at hooker. It's such a mismatch. But yeah, it was also that conversation where I'm like, I don't really care where I play. <laughs> yeah. You know, as long as, you know, I'm 
you know, benefiting the team in some way, shape, or form, I don't really care. Even if I hate the position, because I don't really like playing hooker that much. <laughs> and you trusted your coach at UNI. I did. Which was me. I did, yeah. <laughs> and I loved you. <laughs> and it's so common, like, the amount of backline players I've seen move up to the forward pack, mm-hmm. and they're still just as quick. They're just, like, way stronger now, like, mm-hmm. because they've been lifting and working out so much. See, that makes me feel better now. They even do that in varsity <laughs> like, programs. So yeah. many wings <laughs> turn into props somehow, like, oh, and wow. then they're, like, just uh, as fast in the uh, middle. We don't have that happen as much in men's <laughs> league, unless, like, you know... I mean, I should probably be like a fly half, but yeah. they just keep forcing me to play prop. It's like I should play scrum half, but nobody lets me. Someday. Someday. <laughs> no, and I think that's really cool, too. Like when you think of Lindenwood, like you probably have like so many center type players. That's like we need all four or five of these girls on the yeah. field. So we're going to make them into a prop or like a forward pack player because we just need this athlete on the field. Yeah. Like one of um one of our varsity locks like super tall girl, insanely fit, like Mm -hmm. was one of our fastest sevens player, like played on the wing and scored a bunch of tries. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. And then you think of some of these teams that have a more historically, and I think of club rugby, like the historic, like our heaviest people are going to be props. Our tallest Mm -hmm. people are going to be locks. Yeah. It doesn't really matter their athletic ability. It's Mm -hmm. just like, we just plug them in and go. You're you're big and tall. You got to play lock. Oh yeah. yeah, You know? Yes. And it's one of those things where it's just like, are they really doing the job that they need to do? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so that's kind of interesting to see, like, at the highest level, like, how they still do the roster construction of, like, mm-hmm. we just want 15 athletes who can get the job done. And, yeah. And you're just looking at it as, like, wherever they put me, if I get minutes, I'm going to make the most of those minutes. Yeah. Whether it's one or 80, I'm going to make the most of wherever I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's different, too, from high school, because I know when I came in to be your coach at Roosevelt, you know, it was your sophomore year, junior, senior year. My senior Sorry. year, yeah. <laughs> so your senior year, you were the fly half. Yeah. And it was one of those things, like, you just knew. Yeah. Like, I'm the fly half. And it was funny, too, because it was like when Jeremy and I came in, we knew you were the fly half, and we don't know the other six positions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, we're just going to work from that. Yeah. Um, what would you say was, like, the big – I know you said, like, the intensity of, like, cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, what about, like – skill or game plan wise what was the biggest change from high school to lindenwood the Um, biggest adjustment definitely being more strategic i would say Mm -hmm. in high school like my senior year i had finally learned a little bit from arptc like learning how to set Mm -hmm. up lines but before that and i mean none of us had really known it was just kind of like give the fast girl the ball and hope for the best like if there's an overload take the overload but Mm -hmm. definitely being more strategic like we have so many plays at Lindenwood. Mm-hmm. Even with sevens, we have plays. Like, we've got line-out plays. We've got scrum plays. Nice. Like, just open field plays. So, it's definitely, like, very strategic. And mm-hmm. everyone knows their role. Like, nice. me personally, I'm not someone that's going to bulldoze through a bunch of people. <laughs> I'm, I usually just, you know, pass the ball and yeah. to the person that's running the line. So, mm-hmm. everyone knows their role, too. It's You kind of have these, like, designated people that mm-hmm. – are the playmakers and then you have like the actual runners but mm-hmm. and you're like the facilitator like setting yeah. people up and and that's something you know i i remember you doing in high school was it was nice because you just it felt like you saw the field yeah way better than everyone and the game was a little bit slower for you mm-hmm. where you could make reads you could set up your teammates and then you could also take it yourself like you had the speed to be deadly in the attack but then girls had to respect you and if they didn't you would just take it and if they respected you too much, you were setting up other girls. Yeah. And it was just, it was a really fun, Jeremy and I loved coaching when you were a senior because it was just like, 
to have like the most experienced and athletic person right there in the middle of the field to set up her teammates. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was a cool way for us to like start our girls coaching career yeah. because it was like, all right, like she knows what's going on. She understands. <laughs> and like Jeremy really, really emphasized, like he wanted to run some layered attacks, mm-hmm. but like, you know, Anna Lee was a first year player yeah. who like switched over from like competitive, like, gymnastics yeah and like she was amazing but it was like oh man like we gotta work basics you know and it's hard and like just different levels of commitment it's hard to get those you know yeah and that was another thing too it's like i mean we go over our basics but it's at like such a faster paced Mm -hmm. level almost it's like if you're struggling with something like you have to work on it outside of practice or Mm -hmm. you're just gonna fall behind right it was like at roosevelt if someone if or if like a couple of us were struggling, you know, we take that practice time to really work on it. But mm-hmm. yeah, learning what it's like, you got to help yourself a little bit. Because yeah. there's understand. no one like behind other girls at Roosevelt where yeah. it's like, oh, if I can't figure out how to do a pop pass or if I can't pass with my non-dominant hand, yeah. the girl behind me is going to pass me because it's like, there'd be tournaments we'd roll up with like 10 or 11. I'm playing footsie with her underneath the table. My knee keeps like locking up for some reason. Okay, Sorry. What? <laughs> what the heck is going on, dude? I was like, did I say something? And I just oh. see your face. And... No, no, we just keep hitting feet on Yeah. Show. We just got done running practice and my knees are like locking up. I got to like extend my leg out and pop it. I know. We got to take a break and everyone has to do like a mid, mid-interview stretch. Like, I can feel my legs locking up. Too. Uh, but going back to Roosevelt, you know – Again, it was really cool to, like, join a team where it was like, mm-hmm. hey, you might have, like, the MVP of the league on your team. And I was like, that's cool. Um, and then you ended up being the MVP. Yeah. Um, how did you get involved in rugby in the first place? Um, I was a competitive cheerleader up until my freshman year of high school. My freshman year, I competed, um, and I just got really burnt out from it. I was on – so in cheer, there were six levels at the time. I was mm-hmm. on level five. So we were a team that could compete at Worlds. Mm-hmm. And Worlds is like what it sounds like. Yeah. But it's only for levels five and six. So it's like higher up athletes. Mm-hmm. But being from Iowa, we just didn't have like that. I don't want to say talent because there was a lot of raw talent, but mm-hmm. just not that experience. So mm-hmm. we, we didn't do very well. Yeah. But we still got to go to Worlds, so that experience was really fun. But that whole season, i just been kind of getting burned out from losing all the time. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to take a year off, try something new. If I mm-hmm. miss it, I'll go back. And if I don't miss it, I don't go back. Mm-hmm. And I had been a soccer player for a long time, too. But I stopped playing soccer to run track. Mm-hmm. So one girl just brought it up one day. She was like, you should try it. And mm-hmm. I was like, no, might as well. Like, got nothing else going on. Yeah. So I just started going out in the fall and then I just ended up really enjoying it so yeah. who was the girl Tess it was yeah <laughs> nice and yeah because that's the thing it just you you did a lot of like all-star camps or select side teams mm-hmm. you did the Hawkettes yeah um or some of the places you played with the Hawkettes I mean were you you guys never did 15s right Mm-mm. but you were a part of like the first what 30 victories is <laughs> there like 40 something in like what three or yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you were undefeated with the Hawkeyes, right? Like, yeah, you're on those first teams. Mm-hmm. So we, I spent two seven seasons with the Hawkeyes. Okay, and it was nice because the coach before you, she was a Hawkeyes coach too. So we mm-hmm. kind of had that push to try yeah. out. 
Um, so I was like, oh yeah, I'll try it. Like I really enjoy it. It'll be something mm-hmm. to do over the summer and coming off of track, like I'll be in really good shape. Mm-hmm. So that'll be, that'll be good. I can just go right into it. So yep. tried out for that. My first year, I almost didn't make it like <laughs> barely made it. I didn't play that much during the tournaments, mm-hmm. but kind of like Lindenwood, like I was there for the experience and mm-hmm. the learning. So First year didn't play as much, but we went to Minnesota and won a championship there. And then we went to Lakefront Sevens and won that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, didn't play much at all, but got to go to both of those. It was really fun. The second year tried out, did way better because mm-hmm. I had like a little bit more confidence in me. Not not as much as I did my senior, but did a little okay. bit better. <laughs> and I was like, you know how do you're here? I have the experience. Like I'm going to try and be more confident, speak up a little bit mm-hmm. more, especially after coming off a season of Roosevelt being captain there. I was mm-hmm. like, no, maybe this is doable. So I'm going to try and be a little bit more confident. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I'm just talking, like that's not something everyone, everyone does. So mm-hmm. it'll put me aside. Mm-hmm. So luckily I got to captain that year with Sydney mm-hmm. and we only went to Lakefront that year, but we won that championship. Nice. And then my senior year, I was captain um, during tryouts. And I was like, in everyone's top five picks, thankfully. I was like, haven't done that yet. So that was a good tryout, but we only had one practice before we got shut down my senior year. So yeah, because of COVID and everything. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. And yeah, Sydney, she's at uh she's at Lindenwood with you too, right? Yep. Nice. Yep, she's her she's a senior this year. So gotcha. is she fighting for a 15 spot too, or is she gonna be a starter, do you think? Um, I think so. Fun? I mean I'll just, we have to see like when the freshmen get back because mm-hmm. none of us really know. Like right. last year, none of us knew. That's just the hard part about the beginning of the year. It's like, we just don't know any of these 30 new girls. Right. Yeah. And you just got to show up, put the work in and yeah. trust and like, it. Yeah. Like I said, there were so many amazing freshmen last year, mm-hmm. like that had came in and got varsity spots. So you just never know. But last year, Sydney made like the training group for 15's playoffs. So mm-hmm. I think it's definitely. Definitely doable for what, her. What position does Sydney play? Because I don't know. She if... plays everything. Like, she's <laughs> Versatile. <laughs> um, she's played 10 a couple of times. Otherwise, she's played 11. She can do 13, 14. That's usually about that. But, yeah, she had some time off. And her and I have been lifting together this summer. So, nice. we both seem to be in really good places. So, And uh, Sydney, she played for Ankeny, right? Yep. And so... Thinking back again, going back towards like, you know, your time in the Ivy Youth Rugby Association, like your senior year, um, you had a great season, you're mm-hmm. in league MVP, you, we were runners up Southeast Polk in a really tightly contested match. Um, I feel like you were very like goal oriented, like you had these plans going in and yeah. it's funny you talked about like finding your voice because mm-hmm. when I met you, you had a voice. I remember I sat down with you and Ivy yeah. um, Williamson. Yep. And because uh, I worked with her at Gusto. That's actually how I got to Roosevelt. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hey, be our coach. And I'm like, okay, talk to me. <laughs> I remember sitting down and talking to you two, and it's like, I knew Ivy. And like, you just kind of like, and I'm like, hey, this is your guys' team. What do you want? And you're like, oh, actually, this, 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 and this. And <laughs> yeah. this is how we do things. And, and then you had personal goals. And I remember like, after practice, you, me, and Jeremy, mm-hmm. we would stand in the parking lot for like and chat forever. Oh like my gosh. Every that doesn't day. sound like you guys at all. You guys did that today. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was us every day every after day. practice. And it was like, hey, this went well. 
more often than not, it was, I think we should do this and this and this. And I think this person should do this. And it was one of those things where we were still learning how to coach high school female athletes and trying to find out that balance. And you're like, and there was multiple times too, you said, no, push us harder. Yeah. This is too easy. And Jeremy and I are like, okay, sorry. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I remember getting so mad at practices. Like uh, we were doing touch probably one day, but I was like, let's do live rucks to get used to it. Like, cause yeah. we weren't tackling that often in practice cause mm-hmm. we didn't want to get hurt. And I was like, let's do live rucks, get used to it. Like we have a game and they were just not rucking. And I just turned to Jeremy and I'm like, make us run. Like, I'm like, <laughs> we're not even doing this right. <laughs> like. <laughs> that was a nice thing to have a captain who's so vocal. I mean, it could be one of those things like, I don't know if Jeremy and I were more, um, I don't know, like iron fist, like, everything goes through us because we have to have complete control. Yeah. We were like, no, nah, you're the captain. Like you see something, you say something, we'll do it. Yeah. And like it worked for us. It was like, like, yeah, you want to, you want the girls to run? Let's run. Yeah. It's Ava's fault. You guys are running. Yeah. It was. I was the mean, I was the mean one that year. Yeah. I was like, I have to be like, I have, I have goals for us guys. Like mm-hmm. we really gotta, we gotta put in the work because Southeast Polk runs like crazy. Like, mm-hmm. Well, I, mean, I don't know if you guys know Joe, but he is—he was conditioning for Hawkettes, and I'm like, yeah. I know how Joe runs practices, like. And then they had a strength and conditioning coach for years at mm-hmm. Southeast Pole. Uh, yeah, Matt. Oh, I don't know how to say his last name. Like Silopunks. Some, yeah, Matt something like, something like that. that. Yeah, Matt uh, S. Yeah, he he did crazy uh, conditioning for the boys yeah. and girls teams, strength and conditioning, and and it showed. It showed they were really fit. I do think that, like, skill wise, and like kind of the way we match up Adam Folk actually talked about that matchup how they yep. were very like structured and like going to the run mm-hmm. set a back line and we were very free-flowing yeah and we were trying to kind of catch them off guard and it worked but in the second half you could tell we ran out of gas mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where it was just like dang we had a team if we would have conditioned more and you don't want to play that game and it's like ah, what would that last three minutes have looked like? Yeah, because, I mean, like, both games we played that we lost them, it mm-hmm. was that last scoring try that mm-hmm. – because all, all of our games had always been – We like, lost state. by, like, three, and then we lost by two. Yeah, they've oh. always been close, and it's mm-hmm. just that one last try because they get one good run. And, and like, it was we like – and we they deserved dead. it. They, yep. they were in shape. Like, they deserved those wins 100%. Yep. But, I mean, I could see it, and I'm – like we got to do something like yeah. we're not less skilled. We're just yeah not and, in shape. And that was one of those things, like as coaches, we were like, do we take away time from coaching game plan yeah. and mm-hmm. skill to make up for cardio? Or do we say you need to run on your own, but we also know high school yeah. kids That's hard. aren't always the most motivated. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm going to get up before school and go for a run or on my, yeah. on my break period or like for seniors who could get out early yeah. or go late. How many kids were actually like, you know what? I'm going to put in, I mean, you were probably one of the only kids who was like, <laughs> I'm going to work out on my own. Yeah. I don't care. As much as Jeremy and I are like, we can print off workout plans. We can, we can do this. We can do that. And people are like, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, I always try and convince everyone to stay 30 minutes after. I'm like we can do right. individuals. Like we can work on stuff. Like no coaches. Like let's just stay and do some passing or kicking. Like you, Liberty, and Ivy. <laughs> yeah. There was <laughs> like a group of six of us. Yeah. But. Genesis. Yeah, that was that was such a fun group. And it was. Like, how do you think like that group, that team, and just the Iowa League has helped you um, get to the spot you're at now? Like the positives that you took from high school into college. I mean, from high school it was it was really nice being able to like 
find a confidence and a voice almost in like a more tame and like relaxed scenery because rugby's not crazy big here, obviously, mm-hmm. as it is in like Utah or California. So it was nice to kind of like find a confidence and not be afraid to try new things or feel like super intimidated by everyone. Mm-hmm. Because even in college now, it's hard not to like feel intimidated because I mean, just everyone is so mm-hmm. good at Lindenwood. Like right. it, it can be nerve wracking to want to try new things. And I think just not having that stress mm-hmm. made it really easy to like want to be the person to go out and try new things or like want to be the person to be like, let's run, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So I think that helped me get into college definitely a lot better. Just kind of like finding your voice and yeah. realizing like, hey, I can be a leader. Yeah, realizing like mm-hmm. what I am actually capable mm-hmm. of. But yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then also too, how do you think, like, do you keep up with the league? Like, have you been following along or like watching some of the girls or watching Roosevelt? Like, um, how is the league like grown in your eyes? I mean, have you paid attention at all or have you like moved on and you're just kind of like, eh? No, I've definitely um, stayed in tune just a little bit now that my sister plays. So I've watched some of those. And then I don't really know anyone in the league anymore. But the years after I graduated, I remember my freshman year in Georgia, Sydney and I watching (laughs) the state tournament because Mm -hmm. like Ivy's mom was doing a live stream on her Facebook. (laughs) We were watching that tournament and it's definitely growing. Um, I think a lot of other girls are getting more confident. Mm-hmm. and like wanting to do those things and wanting to go out and play more mm-hmm. I've noticed like when I was in there you know it was just kind of like Sydney that would go play on traveling mm-hmm. teams and then my senior year it was like Sarah and I both went to New York mm-hmm. like more of us are branching out and then just recently two Iowa girls went to the USA UAT yeah. camp mm-hmm. that I had played with so it's nice to see like the league expanding more because I hadn't known anyone that gone to USA camp when I was in high school so to see like two girls that are two years younger than me Mm -hmm. like be able to do that it's really awesome oh yeah and I feel like too like girls like you and Sydney like paved the way because you took that risk you bet Mm -hmm. on yourself Mm -hmm. and you did something kind of scary like I'm gonna play for a select side team that's like nationally pulling people in Mm -hmm. and now other girls see like oh if I work hard you can do it too. Yeah. yeah. And it, and like, and then at the same time, those two girls were on that team. Liberty played for the era. Yeah. Over, in Ireland. Over, over like, in Ireland. And it's like, those were opportunities that like, when you were an underclassman at Roosevelt, yeah. just didn't really exist. Yeah, just no one thought about it because mm-hmm. it was all still so brand new. And I hadn't even thought about it until I saw like Sydney playing up. Mm-hmm. Sydney had played for the Thunderbirds. And then Kelsey brought it up. Like one day I went to her and I was like, you know, I do want to take this seriously like mm-hmm. this is something I like to do and then played with the Thunderbirds met like that was the first time I had traveled so I met a lot of really awesome girls mm-hmm. and then they had started posting about stuff which through one of them is how I found out about ARPTC mm-hmm. I went to Kelsey I'm like you know I need a recommendation like I really want to do this like mm-hmm. it'll be new but it'll be a good challenge and I really just want to try it out and that was probably like one of the best choices I could have made mm-hmm. Because that really just like flipped the switch for me. I realized, you know, this is what I want to do. This is something I really enjoy. Like I love the training. I love the, mm-hmm. I love just the process and the grind. So yeah, that and definitely I, like made it like very real for me. Nice, and it, and that's crazy to hear too. That like you had to seek that out. I mean, I feel like 
Iowa isn't always looked at for all sports. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one really thinks of Iowa as like, oh boy, we can get some blue chip recruits. And, yeah. like, and I mean, what do your teammates when they hear you're from Iowa? I mean, <laughs> I, I see so many recruits from like California, yeah. Hawaii, Utah. Utah. Yeah. Um, do they even have a clue where you're from or where I mean, is that? Or do they even have any respect for the state? <laughs> do they know what Iowa is? <laughs> no, they don't honestly really know much about Iowa rugby, but we have – we played in Iowa last year, so they have seen it before. Yeah. Um, but well, maybe yeah. too. Share this with them; they can listen to the podcast. <laughs> you know, like, share, and subscribe. All the Lindenwood girls players. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this will be like somewhere. the only time we talk. Well, maybe we'll talk about Lindenwood girls in our time, but you never know. Because there's going to be more girls yeah. from Iowa probably coming. Are yeah. there any coming this year? Or no, no, not that I know of. Okay. Mm. There was a couple that might have thought of it, but yeah. it didn't end up happening. Yeah, my freshman year, I did a lot of recruiting, which was really fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I didn't do as much this past year, but my freshman year, like, and I had known a bunch of people, too, from mm. Thunderbirds, ARPTC. Oh, yeah. So Billy would be like, oh, these people are coming on a visit. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I know them. Like, <laughs> nice. So Sarah was supposed to come on a visit, I think, but mm-hmm. didn't end up coming, so... Hopefully someone soon, but yeah. you definitely, I had to really kind of be my own advocate in yeah. high school and kind of like put myself out there rather mm. than waiting for someone to come to me. Mm. And that's how it kind of was with like varsity recruiting too. Mm-hmm. Um, you reached out to Lindenwood first? Yeah. So I just started filling out a bunch of forms. I'm mm. like, these are my highlight clips. Nice. Like, and then Billy and I were kind of just in the chats. And then after our seventh season, like, he was like, oh, I noticed you won league MVP. Like, mm-hmm. I'd love to talk about you coming to Lindenwood. And then sent me an offer, and that was kind of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I remember, too, like, trying to be an advocate for you. And you had to be an advocate for yourself to, like, try to get Roosevelt to do the National Signing Day. And we're like, yeah. <clears throat> it's one of those things where, like, you know, congrats to the people who go to, like, you know, community college to run yeah. cross country. Like, I'm not dogging on them. But it's like. You are going to a full-fledged varsity program, one of the best, if not the best, women's yeah. rugby program and, in the nation who send people yeah. to national teams. Mm-hmm. And we had to fight to be like, she deserves a spot to sign her letter, her yeah. national letter of intent. And they're just like, mm. It's so it was, wild, though. It was it's the a, it's day a... before we got approved because the yeah. English teacher, Leah Phillips, she was like, no, she need, she's our... Sent this whole long email to like the staff and she was like, it's this, this, and this. Like, what what do we need to do to make this happen? They're like, that's all the information I need. Like, tell her she can come and sign with this time. Dude. So that's so wild though, because it's a varsity D one yeah. program, multiple national titles. Yeah. Like, how would you not be excited about that? And I think I it's just... probably because you know the athletic director has the the high school's varsity sports. Yeah, it's um, like football had a bunch of signers. It's like the football players that were always going to come first. Okay, no football guys are going to listen to this from <laughs> Roswell probably. How many of those guys are still playing in college? Right? Probably and not, we'll, and not also, many. which schools they go to? I mean, like, community college, like, again, not dogging on it, but does that count? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, compared to, like, what you're doing, yeah. it's just, it, like, as, you know, you know, I was your coach, and I, mm-hmm. I like to see where you're going, and I'm I'm proud of you, and it's like, yeah, I'll fight those other coaches yeah. and like I'll fight for a spot for you up there because it's like these guys are going to quit after a year and a half because they yeah. don't. And that's the thing too. I feel like I, people think it's so fun in the beginning and then mm-hmm. they get to it and they realize like the intensity of it. So oh, yeah, yeah, there are, there were a lot of people at that. And like you have signing to drive. Yeah. Like those, you could tell a lot of those guys up there were just kind of like, I'm doing this because this is going to be cool to put on Instagram yeah. for a day. 
yeah. I get, you know, I can look cool. 102 likes on Instagram, and then they show up to fall camp. We're like, this, this sucks. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that like. I actually had a few people from my high school play at like you and I, which is you know a division down. And it usually only lasts a few weeks, and they leave. Mm-hmm. So they're like, this fucking sucks. And <laughs> it's like, and then that's recruit them for club rugby. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. pipeline. <laughs> yeah. So how's your experience been, um, like, as a student at Linwood? Like, we've been talking about, like, you know, all the on-the-field stuff. Yeah. How's actually, like, campus and just kind of, I don't know. College life. Yeah. Being a college student. I mean, I, I love Linwood. Like, all rugby, rugby is a great perk, obviously, but mm-hmm. I just, I love the campus. It's really small. Like, probably mm-hmm. takes you, like, 20 minutes to walk from one end all the way to the other end. So, <laughs> Not super big, which is really nice. It's definitely like its own small little community, which mm-hmm. I like. Because, you know, these big state schools, it's like you have everyone living everywhere. And then mm-hmm. the campus is enormous. Like Lindenwood is literally just like its own little neighborhood. Like everyone who, what town is it in? St. Saint- Charles. Charles. Saint Charles. Yeah. So like everyone who lives in St. Charles is basically a student in that little, almost like a bubble. Yeah, because I mean, all of us athletes have to live there. Mm-hmm. So there's not very many people that live off campus. Gotcha. So everyone just lives around. It's super fun, like just being close to all your friends all the time. But Mm -hmm. it's really nice because class sizes are so little. It's like being in a high school class. And I feel like I can have more of a connection with my professors. Like I just had to email a couple of them because I'm going to miss the first week of school because of L.A. Mm -hmm. And they were just super supportive about it, like super awesome. I sent them an email. I was like, "Ah, kind of fell not on a good, mm-hmm. in a good way. Like I'm going to miss the whole first week and a little bit of the second week, but it was a really good opportunity. So if there's any way I can like do stuff online, mm-hmm. just let me know. Like, I don't want to fall behind. And they were like, Oh, sounds like an awesome opportunity. Like have fun, like all open canvas in a little bit. Oh wow. Yeah. Nice. So it's definitely nice to be able to have that connection with your professors and nice. stay like the fact that they like know you yeah. and like yeah. you can actually like, like personal level. Yeah. 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 Whereas, like, sometimes at UNI, you'd be in a lecture hall. I mean, most classes at UNI, I don't know, at least for me, oh, I was friends small. with, well, not friends, but, you know. Oh, you I could, yeah. so <laughs> professor? I did have a couple beers with one of my professors once, but that's a different story. But, yeah. No, I mean, it was, felt. I don't even know where I was going with that. We just keep going, Gray. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Derail the whole, whole interview. I was going to say, like, it's not all, like, it's not all that bad at UNI. Come on. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> just, like, saying, like, Okay, if I would have emailed, and I think I did try to email sometimes, like, oh, I'm going out of town, like, yeah. to Columbus, Ohio, mm-hmm. to play Ohio State in rugby. Yeah. It was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to be back for class on Monday. And they're like, you're a club. I Like, that's not an excused absence. So yeah. I'm, like, I'm not going to miss this. Like, I don't care. I don't know you. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Sweet. I guess like, I will miss this elementary ed <laughs> introduction of, I, like, had book reports on children's 32-page picture mm-hmm. books. Whatever. I'll miss a day. Yeah. Um, yeah, but even my freshman year, like in those gen eds, mm-hmm. like 30 people in the class probably really? at most. So it was really nice. And the professors are awesome. They're awesome at like being flexible with sports just because mm-hmm. Lindenwood is such an athletic school, in my opinion. Right. Like and if you're there, you're playing a sport. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. There's so many athletes, so they're mm-hmm. super flexible and awesome with them. So it's well, it's been really nice. What's your major? What are you working towards? I am in exercise science right now because I want to go into physical therapy. Nice. So exercise science with a psychology minor, and nice. it's been it's been really fun. I was in chemistry at first. Mm-hmm. Sounds hard. Because I wanted <laughs> it, so I wanted to do pharmacy, and it was hard, mm-hmm. but it also just wasn't for me. It wasn't very interesting, mm-hmm. and then. After I got hurt and had to do physical therapy all summer, I was like, you know, I really enjoy this. Nice. Like, 
you don't have to go through the hardness of like eight years trying to be a doctor, four years, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, all the math and, <laughs> and formulas and all yeah, that like balancing. Like, and, don't have to take like calculus three. So yeah. that's actually why I did elementary. Yeah, I was going to be a high school math teacher and calc three was on there. I'm like, nah, <laughs> elementary math it is. <laughs> yeah. So I really do enjoy exercise science and nice. I'm glad I switched it to that because now picking my schedule, I'm mm. so excited to be in all the. That's how you know you did it right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And is it going to be like a, like a sports psychology emphasis? Like, or is it just psychology in general for the minor? Right now it's just psychology. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really gotten too deep into it i definitely need to this year but mm-hmm. i just switched to it my sophomore year so okay. i'm still kind of getting a feel for it i just switched my minor to psychology like gotcha. it was pre-med and i'm like you know i don't need the pre-med <laughs> like, and i'm like an injury like dealing with those mm-hmm. is so it's such a mind game too i realized yeah, yeah. that you need you need that psychology mm-hmm. and i was like mm-hmm. it's way more interesting I'm gonna switch to that so that's wild that spin zone, terrible injury. Mm-hmm. A lot of people might've just walked away and been like, it's going to be too hard yeah. to rehab, recover and gain my spot back. Yeah. But you took it as like, okay, this is a challenge. And then now you're going to like make a career. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Who knows if you would have made that switch. Yeah. I mean, you honestly. But like you got to see things firsthand. You're like, I want to be in that seat. Someday. Yeah. Cause I had, I'd never really gotten hurt mm-hmm. before that, which as much as, as hard as the injury, <laughs> <laughs> as hard as the injury was, like I think I definitely needed it to be in the place that I am now, because I think I needed that struggle and that like hard year to realize like the good in everything mm-hmm. and realize like you know I am lucky to be here. Like mm-hmm. there are probably other girls that wanted to come to Linwood and it just didn't work out. Like. I'm lucky to be healthy. I'm lucky to be playing. Like mm-hmm. I need to just put all my work in and just be happy with where I'm at rather than like be angry with everything all the time or mm-hmm. wonder like why I came up short on one thing. Mm-hmm. So I think I definitely needed it to like yeah. be in the good mindset that I'm in so today. It's, it's such an awesome mindset. Yeah. It's like something, I mean, honestly, having those type of injuries, like a lot of people tend to fold yeah. under that pressure and like that stress, which I don't blame them. Cause like, yeah, I it's, like tweaked my hamstring a couple weeks ago and I was like it's hard. feeling kind of depressed. I was like, I'm not able to run and shit. And it's like such a minor thing. Yeah, yeah I don't you know? have these massive pressures or stresses on me. I <laughs> like a minor, a minor setback. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to quit working out for a month. Like, I'm, I'm ruined. Like, <laughs> I stubbed my toe. I quit. I my toe. <laughs> uh, yeah. It was hard, especially because sports are really all I, all I yeah. know. Like, yeah. in high school, all I did was sports. Like, I'm not artistic in any way. I'm not a musical person like I just only did sports so it it was really hard to like kind of take a step back from it Mm -hmm. but taking that step back from the pressure and the intensity made me realize like I do love it Mm -hmm. and if I keep coming with this negative attitude and this horrible mindset and being angry at my teammates and coaches Mm -hmm. like it's just it's not what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. I'm like this isn't why I came here like I came here to be on a good team like Mm -hmm. I came here to practice with the best, so like I need to start acting like it. So it was definitely a really good wake up call that I needed. It's really yeah cool and like yeah. I don't know mature for like yeah you yeah know, a college student to have that mindset because it is very easy to get in the yeah that negative spiral and very like you know yeah it's all it's, about you where it's just like why me and you're like no like this is what I signed up for I'm mm-hmm. a competitor yeah That's and I I did have that spiral like mm-hmm. I was super close my 
fall semester, like mm -hmm. quitting and just calling it, like mm -hmm. being like, I just, I'm not going to do it. Like yeah. this is, this is too much for me right now. Mm -hmm. And then Billy came back from being sick and gave us this speech, which mm -hmm. really woke me up because I'm like, he just went through all the sickness. He's mm -hmm. like, you get to be here. And I'm like, he's right. Like we get to be here. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there are people that go through way worse than I had gone through. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I'm I'm really glad I went through it as hard as it was because right. I'm strong. so excited yeah. to go into this season and right. just like work for it and enjoy the grind and mm -hmm. get back into being in a healthy spot and not having to like recover constantly. Like mm -hmm. I've been working out all summer, like and so been, I'm ready. You've been practicing with the wombats. So yeah. gaining, gaining, like, gaining all this new knowledge. There, yeah. was, there was a lot of things like, I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna say to last week's practice, our that dummy switch. That was so yeah. exciting. That like, was that's, cool. That's what I've missed. Just like enjoying <laughs> yeah. the game. That yeah. was so much fun. It just Dude. so we were playing touch and like you were behind me. And yeah. You called for a switch and I turned, but you were too fast and I couldn't turn quick enough and I couldn't find you. Yeah, the and switch so, was like <clears throat> over with. By yeah. the, and so <laughs> I went too. I was. was I over. called it too late. I was already on his other side. And I'm the like funny, switch. The funny thing was too. Like I looked. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm gonna keep it, but it turned into a dummy. Dude, and like you had a huge gap too. You yeah. just like, nobody was by like, holy shit. The Red Sea parted, and I think I ran faster than I've ever ran in my life. It was I know, awesome. I, I remember telling you that after like, great, you looked really fast on that. <laughs> Do you see what's right there? Oh, uh, the Peloton, yeah. <laughs> Do you see all the stuff here? I haven't written it. <laughs> I can I can tell. <laughs> but then and then I immediately started like running backwards looking for you. I'm I like, know. I want to offload. I'm tired. I'm tired. I don't. <laughs> Like, we have 30 meters to the try zone. You can finish it. And then you just zoom. And it's like, oh, yep. Still I know. I'm so excited. Finished. I wasn't even like, I thought he was taking it all the way. So I'm just like cheering behind. I'm like, yes. I'm like, go. No, no, and then he's it. turning around because like someone's chasing yep. him. And I'm like, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm here. And he just basketball shoots yeah. into me. <laughs> Well, that was funny too because like I didn't know anyone was with me, but I heard you cheering and I'm like, "Yep, yeah, she needs it. <laughs> Be fast." That was. Uh, it's been a lot of fun yeah. to have you at practice and yep. just kind of. I don't know. That's kind of the we try to have that low key kind of like just have fun at practice. Yeah, that's and it's been we, it's been really fun. That's what yeah. I've missed. I was like, you know, I spent so much time like worrying about being mm -hmm. like the best and trying to compete for a spot that I've just missed having fun. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't have to worry about that. Obviously our men's practice. So I'm like, I can just like try things. I'm like, no one's gonna yeah. like, we might make fun of you. Like yeah. make fun of each other all the time. Like oh, yeah. you might like you, I don't know. I think there was one time you dropped a ball and then someone goes, cause we were running a drill and they kicked it to you or threw it to you and you dropped it, knocked it. And then I think Ridgeway, our coach goes, just keep playing, keep going, and I think I might have yelled at you. I'm oh like, my gosh, last she's week. She's a varsity player. <laughs> last week when the sun was in my eyes, it was a kickoff. Break yeah. my fingers. I was like, oh, redeemed myself today. <laughs> Finally caught the ball. That was, oh, and Trump like jumped in front of you like five different times yes! on the kickoffs. So all the way up in the air, I was like, he wants it. It's his. And then, like after we scored, he comes back. He's like, "Sorry if I took that from someone." It was like that was like he was like a foot away from you, and he's just like, "Well, all the way up in the air." I think I was like, "He's gonna land on me," but I'm like, "He, he worked for it. It's his." Oh yeah. Truck. He just wanted it more. Yeah. I'm like, if you're gonna jump, I'm not gonna compete with you. You're my teammate. He has only played rugby for one year. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. And he's already he's gotten so much better this summer. Just like. 
he's good, so good at taking advice. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember like playing touch like in the very beginning, and everyone's like, "Chuck, pass the ball." Like getting mad that he's taking it. It's like now he's taking like really good gaps. He's doing great. And he would run like sideways across the field the whole time. It's like, shit, just go straight. (laughs) I'm telling you, I think if you play touch rugby with Jeremy Newman, you will be a way better better player because he just – He's so good at directing. Yeah. Yeah, just pointing and screaming, and he's just moving 100% at all times. Yeah. Everyone's running with the ball, and he's like, Parker, gap. Gap. Oh, yeah, what is it? Gap and like, now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I guess, too, like as we're kind of wrapping up this interview, I just want to use these last, like, four minutes. Um, just talk about Jeremy Newman. And I was just going to ask that. Like, yeah. I was going to ask, like, what's, like the, what's, like, the best thing you've gotten out of Jeremy as a coach? Like, if there is, like, something or if you can narrow it down to one thing. He's very reserved, and he's been yeah. a part of rugby in Iowa for, I think, 16 years because he played in high school for yeah. Des Moines. The chaos, yeah. 15s, played at UNI, yeah. played for Bremer, plays for the Wombats. He's coached at – Dowling girls, he's coached Roosevelt girls, mm-hmm. he's helped out other places as well, mm. but he's just, he's very, like, quiet about it. Yeah, very reserved, but he is a great motivator. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember going through film, and I can just hear him on the sidelines, like, cheering. Um, he's just a great motivator, and he knows how to direct on the field really well, so I think that comes in with, like, coaching, like, when we'd be trying new things. Mm-hmm. Like, he knew how to kind of, like, set those extra things up or tell us kind of what to do. So mm-hmm. it was nice. Like you guys were a really good balance because, you know, you were kind of like leading and like doing basics, but then mm-hmm. he'd like pull a couple of us on the side and just talk about like extra little things, which mm-hmm. I think definitely helped, especially my senior year, like us trying new things in games, like the switches or like an mm-hmm. A-line. Like I didn't even know what an A-line was until I was a senior. <laughs> mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, yeah, it was nice to have like, that extra on the side and he's yeah just a great motivator he mm. wants like the best for all of us you right. can definitely tell mm. and so. i think you like know that i love coaching with jeremy and like mm. he's been my teammate since the every all 13 years i've ever played ever since i've been playing yeah, yeah, yeah. he's always been on my team and yeah. like and as a coach like i really do feel like i was big picture basic guy and then i loved how he pulled people aside and he's like this is the skill you need yeah this is the skill she needs this is what you need to do because I would just be like broad brush strokes or paint strokes, whatever people say, like everybody's getting this, everybody needs this. And he's like, but you're going to do it this way. And like, he could see those Mm. little things. Those specialties in all of us. But it's hard, like when you're coaching, like trying to figure everyone out. And then it was Mm -hmm. like, nice to have like that extra, like here's this and this Mm -hmm. and this Mm -hmm. while we're like doing all this broad stuff. So it was a really good balance. Like, and even now playing alongside him as like a teammate, Mm -hmm. like he's just a a great teammate, like Mm -hmm. in every sense, like is not selfish, like wants the best for everyone. And that's how I can see it in his coaching as well. So just a very good, genuine guy, super knowledgeable at rugby. And like, have you ever, you've probably watched him play a time or two. haven't you? Yeah. He is a, Oh my god, he is a great player. Yeah, we're always so excited when we know Jeremy's gonna be able to play. Yeah, <laughs> he's playing all the first. Yeah, matches. he's gonna be at all. I know he looks good right now, dude. As a center, oh my god. Oh yeah, well, and I mean, even though we did ask him if he wanted to join last minute, he had to bail. Whatever, <laughs> he has a job and they call out. Yeah. yeah, but I figured he'd probably you know appreciate. A little, yeah, a little shout, a little shout out. out. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, well, Ava, I. 
appreciate you for coming on and joining us. Yeah, um, thank you guys so much. Yeah, we're just. I'm glad we could get it after like canceling three different times. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't have to say that. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I keep getting sick. Like these kids, like keep popping on me. Like, no, let's do it a different day. Totally understand. Yeah, yeah, being around small kids. Yeah, you're gonna probably yeah. Get, yeah. Oh yeah, and well, good luck this fall. Thank we're you. Rooting for you. And yeah, if you have a match that doesn't line up exactly with wombats we're open on october 1st and the 24th of september so yeah. i don't know we'll be watching yeah. and we'll be rooting for you for sure and yeah. maybe we'll give you a call midway through the season or late in the season to yeah. just kind of check in yeah so for sure yeah. yeah i'm excited we've got a great schedule i don't remember it all off the top of my head but a good mix of everything and We've got 15 internationals in December in North Carolina, so you're winning so. <laughs> easily. Yeah, that'll be exciting. So, <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you, Ava, and good luck this fall. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And that was Ava Denner, a uh, really cool kid. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's been really cool to have her come to our practices and have fun with us and bring her dad back, which is great. But. Yeah, her dad joined the team when we first started the Wombats, and it was funny because he knew rugby because of her. Yeah. And he'd throw the ball around with her, and she was like, hey, like, you know my coach, and he's starting a men's team, and you should go to it and just check it out. Mm -hmm. And he came, and he, he was coming to practices, and he had, like, a cherry pick for a try, I swear, every time we played touch. Yeah. And then – in our first match, he came in in the last like five minutes, first match ever, and mm. he like blew his knee out. Yeah, it was like an ACL tear. Yeah, yeah. which is basically blowing your knee out. Yeah, <laughs> and now he's back. Yeah, no, and he moves all right. I mean, like he actually, I remember talking about that, and it was actually like a pretty quick recovery, which is surprising. You know, like because right. usually that's kind of a big deal, like right. tearing your ACL. Oh, yeah. He's got the knee brace on. And so, like, when I saw he was, like, coming back to practice, because I told him, like, hey, come to the social, like, come grab beers, come watch the games. Like, we want you to be mm -hmm. a part of the club. Like, even if it's not as a player, like, yeah. we enjoy having you around. And then Jason and then his daughter, Ava, they both were coming to practices. And, like, how cool is that, too? Like, I don't know, a college female athlete feels like, like, she said she's having fun. Like, she feels comfortable to, like, just onto a men's team and it's just like yeah jump in yeah. have some fun and that's that's our goal you know just i don't know it doesn't matter who you are rugby's for everyone everyone should be able to play with everyone and just have a good time yeah it's kind of hard to i feel like i was explaining this to somebody like the other day because like some guys at work were asking me about rugby and stuff and like oh it's like i'd be a little too out of shape or whatever to play or like oh it's not really probably wouldn't be a spot for me i'm like well rugby there kind of is a spot for everybody and there's you know even if it's not playing like there's still yeah. you know a place for you in that community like it's a very welcoming community right you know? like it doesn't matter think of all the guys when we went to you and i who lived in the rugby house but never played rugby oh yeah tons of them but they were always hanging out with us and then they always came to the games they yeah. were our biggest supporters and they were always at the socials and they always brought the beer yeah and we and got a few of those guys on the wombats too right now yeah who, so yeah they they come out and they're a part of the team but they don't play and we need more of that yeah know? But back to Ava, though, I mean, yeah, I'm so happy I was able to be her coach, mm. even if it was for one year. And then just, uh, like I said, she's a special kid. And it's cool, too. Not everybody could bounce back from that injury yeah. the way she did. She's making a career out of it yeah. by changing it. 
like she found her passion through it. That's so wild. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like from a pretty heartbreaking injury to yeah, finding like your future career path. That's a really interesting way to like go about all of that. Yeah, that was a pretty because I reached out to her. That was like a pretty dark time, and like she was getting into that because it's just like, especially like it's your hip. Yeah, and you cannot like do anything. And you're so active and moving. And, well, and if you've heard of people getting hip replacements, and it's like, it's never the same. Like, uh, she didn't get her hip replaced, obviously, but like, right. you know, that's a pretty significant injury. It's a major point of movement for your yeah. body. And, and especially in the position she plays, like, you got to move mm. that, that side to side movement. So, no, I'm just, I'm excited to see I, what she does in the fall. I know it's going to be very competitive, but it sounds like, you know, I talked to her too. Like, it doesn't matter if they put her at nine or 14. She's going to, if she gets on the field, she's going to give it her all. And I'm mm-hmm. just excited. And it just sounds like they've got a good vibe down there. And I don't know. I feel like too, she's creating pathways or at least like illuminating them. So other girls can see like, yeah, I can do this too, but you have to have the right mental, like toughness to do it. Yeah, You got, she kept saying a couple times too, she enjoys the process. Mm-hmm. She enjoys showing up and putting in the work. People who are like, I love the sport. I want to play at a high level, but I just want to be there on Saturday. It ain't for you. You ain't going to make it. And I think that kind of came, she didn't flat out say that, but it just seems like, I don't know. She's got a crazy work ethic. And if you can match that, bet on yourself. That's what she did. Yeah, we're going to see her play at some pretty high level. Yeah, I'm excited to see Acts 3 and 4 and what she does afterwards. Like, I hope she just, at least when she's done with, you know, Linwood, I'd, would be really cool this year, you know, continue play. If it was in like WPL or yeah, anywhere they really. That, they have that premier rugby sevens league and yeah. like female teams now. And it's just like, who knows? Who knows what she wants to do? Or, you know, physical trainer, like maybe she'll work with a national team or like a high level team that way. You know, yeah. I, I just. Well, I was saying she changed the physical therapy thing, but, you know, exercise science degree, you yeah. know, you can go to chiropractor school. This chiropractor school has got. Palmer. Palmer. Yeah. Oh my gosh, look at that. Oh. Oh, and, and I'm sure too, she's got a great brain for it. I, yeah. bet, I bet we'll see her coach someday. So oh, yeah. I don't know. It's exciting. That was a really fun interview. Just, I don't know, just one of my kids growing up, yeah. you know? Oh, it's just, it's fun. And, yeah. and hopefully Jeremy listens because I know he'll appreciate that too. Oh, yeah. Uh, good stuff. And yeah, I, I feel like too, it's funny. We tried to do a rundown before the interview and after the interview to like what's going on in Iowa rugby mm. and like Phil what's going on in Iowa rugby mm. not really anything at the moment yeah. at least not for another 17 days I guess 15 days when this gets released right yeah because then that'll be yeah. Saturday will be two weeks yeah that's we're, wild we're two weeks from league play or if you're, who was it was it uh it's uh the t- quad cities, quad cities yeah, has a bye. <laughs> yeah but yeah that's the thing like two weeks away are we ready I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited. I ran to practice today. I know you did. To get a little Adam. extra cardio. Then my knees hurt real bad all practice. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's exciting, man. This is a really fun time of year, and I'm excited for everyone. I yeah. just hope everyone has a good time. Me too. I hope we have a better time. I think we're at the best time. I would like that. You know what? I just got one thing to ask you. What's that? How are you feeling? Good, you. 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 Fresh legs, fresh legs, fresh legs.
Exiting. 